On this episode of Neuromod Nerds, Stanford Neuromodulation Therapy to Treat Depression, High-Definition Transcranial Alternating Current Stimulation for Patients with Memory Loss, and a deep dive into the big business behind neuromodulation. Welcome back to Neuromod Nerds. My name is Matt Custodero. This is now episode two of the podcast, and I cannot be more thankful for those that have reached out in support of this new venture. I'm certainly learning as I go and appreciate continued feedback as I learn to improve in this space. I've realized that my audience is a mix between those in industry and HCPs, so I'm trying to find a balance between being understandable while also disseminating the information in a scholarly manner. Now let's get to it. The FDA has just approved a 510K clearance for a neuromodulation system dedicated to helping patients with major depressive disorder. The Stanford Accelerated Intelligent Neuromodulation Therapy, or SAINT for short, utilizes intermittent theta burst stimulation, or ITBS, to deliver concentrated neurostimulation to select regions to the left of the dorsolateral prefrontal cortex. These specific locations are selected on an individual basis via structural and functional MRI. ITBS works by applying short repetitive bursts of transcranial magnetic stimulation at high frequencies in an attempt to mimic the natural rhythms and neuronal activity in the brain. Now I just want to pause here and note that the DSM-5 diagnosis for major depressive disorder lists fatigue, Weight loss and insomnia, among others, is common symptoms of said disorder, and that all of the treated patients had failed conventional medical management to this point. I would also like to note that intermittent theta burst stimulation is already FDA approved for the treatment of treatment resistant depression, but its overall efficacy and six week treatment before improvement make current therapeutic approaches suboptimal. In this randomized control trial, 29 patients were either given the experimental Stanford neuromodulation therapy or control sham stimulation. The primary outcome was the score on the Montgomery Asperg depression rating scale at four weeks. This scale is universally understood as one of the most frequently used and validated observer rated scales for measuring depression disorders. Four weeks after the experimental treatment, The Montgomery Asperg Depression Rating Scale was retaken by patients in both experimental groups, which saw a 52.5% reduction from baseline versus just an 11.1% in the control group. The authors note sample size is a limitation of this trial, and more research is needed to further validate these results. There is a theme forming here at Neuromod Nerds, transcranial stimulation, and the prefrontal cortex. A recent study posted in Nature Neuroscience assessed the effectiveness of transcranial alternating current stimulation in the prefrontal cortex to improve working and long-term memory in adults ages 65 to 88. Now, if you remember from last episode, we discussed transcranial direct current stimulation. The key difference between these two is the waveform. TDCS 
is a constant waveform that requires a cathode and anode and changes the excitability and plasticity of the target stimulation areas. TACS, on the other hand, utilizes an oscillating waveform to functionally boost the brain's pre-existing waveforms. With that in mind, the mechanism behind these three experiments involved modulation of TACS at different locations and frequencies. A total of 150 patients were divided between three different experiments, and patients were given a brain cap to wear for 20 minutes a day over a four-day period. The inferior parietal lobule and dorsolateral prefrontal cortex were treated with either high-frequency gamma stimulation or low-frequency theta stimulation based on each experiment's protocol. The first experiment saw the best improvement, with 85% of patients who received dorsolateral prefrontal cortex gamma stimulation having an improvement in long-term memory with no harm to its working memory, and 90% of patients who received inferior parotolobule theta stimulation having an improvement in working memory with no harm to individuals' long-term memory. While this study is incredibly encouraging for patients seeking non-invasive treatment options for memory loss, the authors note the individualized approach that is needed for each patient and the duration of memory improvement only lasting one month without continual stimulation, which may impact its clinical relevance altogether. Now on to the final topic of the episode, and a different one at that. In a recent report by Strategic Market Research, the global neuromodulation devices market is projected to increase in total revenue from $6.09 billion in 2021 to $14.17 billion by 2030. This is a 10.28% compound annual growth rate and is led by the largest market in this sector, spinal cord stimulation. As of 2021, the SCS segment occupied about 51.5% of the total $6.09 billion market and is projected to occupy approximately 40% by 2030. So why the change? It's not because there is an expected decline in the SCS market, but a projected increase in emerging stimulation markets. These new markets include vagus nerve stimulation, barostem, and sacral nerve stimulation, among others. Sacral nerve stimulation is expected to have the fastest compound annual growth rate between now and 2030 at just over 13.7%. There is no doubt that the future is bright for those that will continue to develop and otherwise be impacted by these amazing technologies. And that's a wrap for episode two of Neuromod Nerds. Again, my name is Matt Castadero, and I want to thank everyone for listening. The plan is to diversify my content into more interview-style formats here in the future, so be on the lookout. Take care.